Welcome to We're Listening, the podcast, a community where all voices are heard. I'm your host, Rob Cook. Join me for a lighthearted show about the human experience with live conversations, discussions, and interviews of some of the newest to the most established 3P practitioners from all over the world. So no matter if you've known the three principles for years or you're new to Daily Insights, we hope each episode will inspire you to demonstrate a community where all voices are heard. Welcome to today's episode. Ladies and gentlemen, we are in for a treat. Colleague, dear friend, and just boss lady, like real talk boss lady like that. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome Katie Webster to the show. Hey, Katie. Oh, Rob, thank you so much. It's so good to be here. How are you doing? Thank you. I'm doing so good right now. <laughs> so good. That's what's up. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't read bios anymore. And, and I, it's funny because I'm I'm starting to sound like that's a public service announcement when I say it. But, uh, you know, people who listen, <laughs> I want them to get used to it. You know, yeah, we're not, we're not reading bios now, um, but we are giving everyone an opportunity to describe themselves as they see themselves, you know, to the community. Like, how do you or what would you or who would you say Katie Webster is? Beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. Well, I recently discovered that I'm a Capricorn with Capricorn rising sign. So I'll start with that. <laughs> I, I was shocked. I was shocked. Um, yeah, I, you know, I, I'm just going to let whatever come through me here. Um, I've been through a lot of changes this this year. And so the question, who are you and what are you up to is kind of like a fun one, because I got to actually ask myself that question and see what wants to come out. You know, I would say that, um, you know, what one of the things I love to do is have deep transformational conversations with people um, and connection and community are really, really high for me. So these days I kind of just follow the clues to see where I can get more of those things in the in the real world. Um, I work with, you know, one on one clients. I have some group stuff that I do. Um, you know, in the world of transformational coaching, I found 3P, uh, the three principles world, uh, probably about a year and a half, two years ago, actually about two years ago now. And um, it was just such a portal into everything that felt super real and alive within me. Um, and that, you know, that's just kind of catapulted me on this beautiful exploration. Uh, and a lot of the things that I think kind of link up with that, that excite me in the world or you know, things around around food, around um, movement and different types of, of expression through our bodies. I'm also a dancer. So I love I love to get into anything that kind of feels like flow, anything that feels like that big T truth, that big R reality, whether it's conversations or, you know, experiences um, shared or otherwise. That's what lights me up. Oh, that's what's up. Okay. Yeah. So there you have it. Because I've kind of experienced a lot of that because we've done the Katie Webster show before. We've done a few other things together before. Is I, I love when I can recognize that someone else recognized themselves. You know, it's <laughs> yeah. like, it's like, oh, man, like you're living when you could see it in them and you know they're riding their waves and stuff, it's like you almost get excited because you know what that feels like for you when you ride your waves. It's like, go do your thing, man, do your thing. Like you get excited. So that's that's kind of like why I always get happy when, um, when you're around because 
especially in the work that you do in this specific, right? You, yeah. you coach men, <laughs> your groups <laughs> are group uh, men and that's that specific in a sense. So kind of talk me through how you go from growing up young woman to now having those transformational conversations and changing men's life. Yeah, that, I'd love to talk about that. Um, and so, you know, for me, whatever I flow into always has to feel really organic. And I don't always know why something's calling me. And sometimes that drives me crazy, but it's always, I've, al I've always found that if I just trust and lean into what feels like the invitation and follow the clues, it takes me exactly where I need to be. So I always kind of present myself as one of these rare females out there that that doesn't have kind of like a backpack of grievances with men that I carry around into to everything that I do. And I'm not <laughs> picking on women because there has been, you know, some really awful um, situations culturally and, and individually that many women have had to go through where um, they've had experiences that haven't been the best with men for, for whatever, for many different reasons. Yeah. And yet I have had this beautiful and unique experience of life where from a very young age, I had the most incredible father and, you know, a figure in the community, just embodied, balanced, masculine energy, super kind, super warm, um, but also very, you know, took up a very large presence. And when I was six years old, he passed away. And that experience of having you know, this, this incredible male figure in my life that was almost kind of became a bit of a deity in my mind, right? Because he could do no wrong. He was like the perfect dad yeah. and then he was gone. You know, I didn't get to, yeah. you know, hate him as a teenage girl when he wouldn't let me go out or, you know, like whatever that might look like. But, but in a way it was this beautiful gift because then it just created this really large space within me and this love within me for the masculine and how different it was from the feminine and how I could trust it and how it was something beautiful to be unpacked as opposed to something one dimensional to kind of be condemned, which is, you know, what I see in so many of my peers as they, they go through their experiences with men. And so, you know, as I grew up, I had a lot of guy friends. I had an amazing, I still have an amazing brother. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I met my husband quite young and we've grown and expanded together over, actually we're celebrating our 18th wedding anniversary this weekend. If you Congratulations. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I've just had the opportunity to, to, to be in depth and to have this experience with men that has just been so nuanced and so, um, so full of life and vitality and, and dimension. And I feel as though one of the things that excites me is, you know, I've, I've kind of dabbled with with personal growth and depth work throughout my life because it's so interesting to me. You know, when I think when I first got into it is because I needed to fix myself and something needed to be, yeah. you know, and then now, of course, flash forward to like being in the three P's and it's like, well, this is just a fun place to play. Right. <laughs> but what I've noticed through that time is that women will show up and and as women, we tend to have you know, even though we've got a lot of uh, stuff going on, we tend to have women that we talk to, we tend to form circles, we tend to, to, to do emotional work, just kind of by default, most, most of us, men don't always have that. And so when they do come to a transformational conversation or to a deeper conversation, it's like they go from one to a million in like, 
a heartbeat. Whereas women are kind of like, sometimes we have more of these layers of being like, yeah, I've done that modality and it didn't work. Or I tried that. Or I've, you know, whereas men are like, this is the first time I've talked about my emotions since I was five. And I feel so free now, you know? <laughs> um, so I love that kind of like explosiveness. And, and I just love being able to give them a space where they can show up and be whoever they are. You know, like I really don't like terms like toxic masculinity. I just, I, I think we get so wrapped up in a culture of, around, you know, what men are supposed to be and what women are supposed to be, or that women can be anything they want. But then if we do that, then men have to be less of what they are so that women can take up more space. And and I just feel like there's a, there's a place within this conversation where everybody can rise to the absolute, you know, zenith of, of what wants to come through them into the world. And so for me, I want to be that feminine voice or that feminine feeling, actually, that men can be around to just, that just simply reminds them in some way, shape or form of their divinity, of their deserving to be here and to take up space and to completely express whatever wants to come out of them, whether or not it looks pretty or, or palatable to the people of the culture around them. Hmm. Wow. That's powerful. And, and I said that because I'm starting to think as you're saying that what my life became when I began to see some of the things you're talking about, mm. like it just instantly begins to light me up. So, oh yeah, when I, oh yeah, when I, when that pressure dropped or when that false reality failed, um, to waking up to understanding that, that balance and, and how important it was to have in your life. You just spoke. And this is on you. You're free to kind of cancel me out or whatever. Yeah, sure. <laughs> you just spoke about a situation that you spoke about it very well, but the situation was a what most would call a tough situation, the passing of a parent. Mm. Um, and I, I only want to talk about it in a sense, not so much of the details about what happened in Judge, but what was it that got you to a point that you could tell that story like that? Like, you, you know what I mean? Like, I, you don't yeah. have to go into the details or the privacy of it, but, but when you shared it, you, I didn't fall out, hmm. if that makes sense. I, I, didn't, yeah. I didn't automatically go, oh, my God, that's the worst thing ever. Oh, she, poor baby, poor. I didn't. I, I could stay connected because it seemed like you didn't drop out when you told that part of your story. Can you just talk about that for a minute? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you know, I think um, you speaking to that right now is maybe the first time that I've realized that that's not something that I present anymore when I tell that story. And so that's mm -hmm. kind of interesting for me, too, because that's always been one of those things like I wonder if I could ever tell this story without getting emotional. And just now I realized I told that story and there was zero emotion in it for me because I, you know, it, they talk about grief sometimes as having stages and the last stage is meaning. And I guess for me, that tells me that I'm just really, really solidly in the meaning stage of it. And I think for many years I knew that I could get to meaning and I would talk about it as if I was there because I knew it was the last step, but I think I'm in the feeling of meaning around it. And wow. I think I really, do see with every cell of my body now that that was how that was meant to be 
you know, my father was meant to be here for exactly the number of days he was meant to be on this planet. And then he was meant to go. And then I was meant to go through what I was meant to go through. And that was a gift that was given to me to like a mission in life that was like, here, here, this is, this is your gift. It will look like a terrible tragedy until you fully unpacked it. And once it's fully unpacked, you will see that it's a gift. And I suppose in this moment, I feel as though I'm in the gift of that. Yeah. And, you know, I, I could take you back through all the years of like, you know, healing and modalities and seeking that I did to help balance that energy. And yet I don't know that any of those did anything except for they were what I found as I was going on that journey. Um, and maybe they, maybe they moved the needle or maybe they didn't, right? I'll never really know, but I know that I feel really settled about it now. And um, it's interesting because my father passed away just before his 40th birthday. And I just turned 40 a few months ago. And basically the exact amount of time about, a, you know, he passed away about a month, two months before his birthday, two, a month and a half before my birthday, I got really sick. And I knew in my body that something big was happening. I just knew that there was a big shift, that if I was going to outlive my father, that there was going to have to be like a, it was just a knowing in me that there was, that I was probably going to go through something big to be able to live past and, and have like the, I think it's like the worthiness to live beyond what he lived and to, and to enter into a whole new spectrum. And as, as challenging as that sickness was, I feel like it was a bit of a rebirth. And I have a feeling that there's something to that, you know, that there was something yeah. in that experience that has lifted, I'm not going to say the last layer, but like an additional layer that, that makes, you know, being able to, to share that story really light actually. And really, um, yeah, just to be able to be in the good feeling all the way through expressing yeah. that. If that makes sense. It, it makes a lot of sense. And the image that's coming to me is two birds flying, but one has been flying underneath the bigger bird. And it's like the bigger bird is now kind of held its wings back and there goes the young bird flying. Mm. Because you, you mentioned deity in a sense, the way that because he didn't get to argue with you or fuss with you as a teenager he was in this solid spot mm. and and that soaring that 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 reverence and that crossing of you and him passing the same moments of time on 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 earth you know in a physical means into the next part now yeah you know and then you and then you speaking of saying that story for the first time without having emotions it's like I don't think that's coincidence either, you know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, absolutely. Uh, thank you. Thank you for, for going there with me. Um, mm -hmm. Wow. Advanced track. <laughs> yes, I've got to switch it up real quick because I get <laughs> We're I get, pulling it back. <laughs> yeah, you know, I get I can feel it. I could just really feel myself the tug on that. Mm, yeah. Well, you know, it's it's interesting because the the other thing that I noticed is that I can be really in masculine energy, even though people that know me see me as a very feminine woman. 
I know I have a lot of masculine energy and I feel like that was the invitation for me that I've been feeling in the last couple of years is to really lean into that, that feminine side. And I think it's just created more balance, you know, cause we mm -hmm. all have those masculine feminine energies within us, you know, regardless of how we identify. And so just allowing that pendulum to swing either way really just helps I don't know. I think just it creates a larger space to rest in yeah. for for us. Like, and yeah, it's very much on the level of psychology and identity, but it just, but it just like it kind of creates a larger thought created playing field. And you know, that's that's again, it's a fun place to play in a bigger field. You know, yeah, yeah. no, I, I get it. I definitely get it because yeah. I I would say the understanding has done even that to me in the sense that me knowing a little bit more of not having to have all that masculinity all the time on 10 every day for 24 hours and seven days <laughs> a week right it's like yeah. there is something else and then i did notice when i understood the flow it had nothing to do with you know having a moment where i wanted to to cry this i remember i used to apologize about crying like oh i'm sorry i'm sorry man you catch me crying now if you got a problem with it that's for you like <laughs> this is where i'm supposed to be like i really feel like when i'm crying you know my system has been overwhelmed at that point yeah right with whatever the emotion is joy or sorrow whichever one mm -hmm. and that that crying is that relief that's the system right and i remember as a kid holding my tears back you know like not letting them out but i'm just bottling that up and then after so long it would just explode you know or create some type of inflammation as i'm learning in my later years you know um now it's like no man i can i can and i don't stop i can be mid mid talk say something tears running down my eyes still doing the talk because the, the the relief is just the relief you know i don't need to acknowledge it or or do you know do much about it but um yeah just thank you for that yeah, there was a quote recently, I can't remember who said it, but it was something that the body heals through salt water, through sweat, through tears, and through the ocean, you know, so basically, like, you got something like wrong, that. go get a good workout in, cry your eyes out, or do a cold dip, just one of the three, and then come back and see how you feel, and then maybe there'll be, you know, not a lot left to talk about. I, I like that, that is so funny, yeah. at least you'll be tired, though, that's too funny. So yeah, yeah. What do you got up now? I know you got advanced yeah. track. What's that like? Well, I've been doing, yeah, I've been doing some Michael stuff. Um, I'm, I'm in the advanced course and I'm doing getting real and uh, I'm going to be doing his uh, genius catalyst certification program. So oh, that's, that's exciting. Yeah. Is, I just, you know, I, I just had this insight the other day. I used to show up to, to his stuff with my pen ready, you know, like just trying to capture some insights, you know, like hold them hostage until they, you know, seeped in. And, and now I just show up for the feeling, you know, half the yeah. time I'm, it's in the morning, I'm still in bed. I just put an earphone in and just listen. And I'm like, ah, I'm in the feeling, you know, yeah. So you know, my thing right now is like, I'm just like, where, where do I, where are the clues? You know, like what clues are telling me, Hey, there's some feeling over here. And I get that it comes from inside of me, but like what, what looks like it's resonating, you know, like yeah. what, what looks like it yeah. holds resonance for me and just kind of letting that be my schedule. Right. Um, right now I'm, I'm running, a a monthly just drop in open to anyone kind of like session called uncharted where we just play with with a with a different idea and we we've been playing with the idea of flow lately and um that's really kind of been one of these things that's just 
a clue for me. It's attracting me in a lot of ways and, and especially aligning like the feeling from the conversation into like a feeling in your body when you move it, you know, and, and as a dancer, um, you know, that's always been really alive for me and I'm just exploring new ways. I live in a new town now. So I moved a few months ago and it's springtime. So it just feels like there's this menu of like, you know, how, how am I going to bring more of that into me, um, into my being? And, And then, you know, of course, be able to share it with others because I do things for like five minutes and then I want to share them with everybody. So, <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. And I mean, you know, I'm just kind of being really organic with, with how I show up and how I am of service right now. You know, I'm in an interesting place in my life where I don't feel an urgency to like do work. I just, I just want to create and see you know, see how it manifests and, and where it takes me and, and how it unfolds for others and, 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 you know, gives, you know, beauty back to, to the enriches the world that I live in with beauty. Right. Oh, um, so I love it's, that. A, it's a cool space to be playing in. Yeah. <laughs> I love yeah. that. I love that. Yeah. We, how we know it's play. Cause this is like you said, this is, this is fun, man. Yeah. This well, is fun. Not every day is great, but this no. is fun. This ride is fun. You know, the fact that I get to enjoy it and experience it. Well, and play is huge, you know, like one of my favorite teachers, um, Gordon Neufeld, he does a lot of work around, you know, basically his thesis is that nature, like children need love and they need proximity and nature really raises them, you know, like they, they learn to to adapt they learn to you know but it's not really necessarily our job to get in there and meddle too much like it's like given the right environment this flower will grow right and and it talks about play as being this you know kind of like the antidote to a lot of like what we what we're shut down around as adults because we lose our interest in or ability to play because we put a lot of outcome based um expectations on play Whereas true play is free of outcome. You know, it's a place to explore as a child, to explore maybe scenarios that seem a little bit risky, you know, or to explore things that we don't know where the edges of them are without, and and knowing that we can completely drop it and just go back to real life after, you know. It's a a space that is outcome free and it's not for keeps, you know, like when we play, it's not for keeps. So, so often we do things like, oh, I'm going to play the guitar, but you know, we have an intention of learning a song and it better sound good by the time we're done it, right? That's not really play. That's like, (laughs) you know, that's that's trying to learn a song that sounds good. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Or, you know, if you're in the kitchen, you're like, oh, I'm going to experiment and play. It's like, well, are you going to serve this to your family? at the end of the night and they're going to have to enjoy it well then that's not really play, you know like and so when we start to get deeper into this conversation about play we realize that a lot of things that we've labeled as play aren't really play not true play they might be kind of fun or enjoyable but when it comes to true play there's something where you can just lose yourself in that yeah there's and, nothing um, on it yeah yeah, yeah. Every, everything i do here is teaching me something because i'm i'm in it like yeah. there, there is no wrong move. There is no wrong anything. Cause it's like you said, at play. Uh, I had a guest on, uh, it was a couple of weeks ago. It's probably about four or five weeks ago, but she said this, this quote that just was like, Whoa, she said, I'm a, I think she said she was a T-ball teacher of five-year-olds okay. who knew nothing about the sport, but knew everything about how to play. <laughs> yeah. And so 
<laughs> it was, you know, what I mean, it was like I love it. she yeah. said it. Yeah, I, it it caught me because it it was like the the word. I was like, there's something there on that. And she was talking about just that, you know, play. And um, but she talked about how kids trying to teach them the rules, you know, disturbs the like because they'll just want to do anything because it's just play, you know. So that's yeah. that's pretty cool. <laughs> well, do this for me, Katie. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm going to announce you. All right. There's flashing like lights and there's your favorite song coming on and you are dancing on stage to your favorite song. And then a mic falls and then the music elegantly fades off and everybody's listening. And we would just like to know what is it that Katie would like to say to the community? <sighs> there is a lightness inside of all of us and it feels like it's hard to find it sometimes or maybe it's it's not there but the kindness of life provides clues and the timeline of life rarely looks like the timeline we've created. And what I've noticed lately, especially, is that following the clues is enough. You know, following those real time clues will take us there and it's a really beautiful place to live from. And I'll forget, so send me this recording so I can hear myself say that, and then we're all good. <laughs> Thank you for listening to today's episode. For more information about the podcast, please go to 3pgc.org. If you're looking for more information about how to become a practitioner, or you wanna be featured on the show as a new fresh voice in the principles, Send us an email at info at 3pgc.org. We'd love to hear from you. Knowing there is no end or limitation, nor are there boundaries to the human mind, have the day you deserve.